Good people and inhabitants of planet Earth, both foreign and domestic, welcome to the Durkman Paradox. I'm your host, Darius Riddick, and thank you for joining me in what is nominally the next stage of evolution for humankind. For all of you, thank you for your investment of time into the future, the future of our kids, our kids' kids, our kids' kids' kids, the next coming generations to live more prosperous, to live healthier, to live more powerful. Um, it's up to us to take this torch right now to begin to explain and understand a lot of these concepts to to create this foundation of greatness. Uh, so that, that's that's exactly uh, why we're here. So as we get started on this day in history, uh, 2004, January 3rd, the Mars Exploration Rover, the Spirit, lands safely on the Red Planet. Um, great. So I. Uh, Space exploration, space industry, space interests, uh, it's all growing and it's growing quite rapidly. And the technology that's backing it is also being heavily invested into. So a lot of these concepts that we talk about in the Dura Human Paradox, in some way, if you haven't realized over the past 100 and so episodes, tie directly into this idea of boldly capturing uh, and conquering the next frontiers, uh, whatever those frontiers may be. Um, but obviously the direct interest is in Mars, the red planet. So this is almost 20, well, this is exactly 20 years ago now, uh, uh, that the, that, that this event, uh, well, I'll drill blank for a second, <laughs> that, this, that this event, uh, transpired. So it just goes to show how quickly these things are happening because every day more and more countries are putting, um, more technology, more vehicles on distant planets. So what does that translate to for us? That translates to us being able to understand what our roles and what our responsibilities is or are rather. So, I mean, in the simplest form, the simplest adoption possible, that is living the, the healthiest life we possibly can right now. That's to begin to truly explore uh, some of these theories, the principles, the paradigms, the paradoxes of the human condition. And each and every single one of us have that power um, to do that right now. And as much as people don't like to believe that, I mean, I, I, the evidence has been there for for so long. And the more that we go along, the more that we begin to realize how clear the evidence actually is. I mean, one of the uh, genius inventors of, of human uh, history, <laughs> I mean, one of Thomas Edison, you know, he, he said the doctor of the future will give no medicine but will instruct his patient in the care of the human frame and diet and in the cause and prevention of disease. So the quicker we begin to understand what that really means, the quicker we begin to understand optimal performance and live the best possible life we can. We not only set the pace for the next generation, we enable them to have the healthiest and happiest life possible. And then we give humankind the best possible chance of for once being a multi-planetary species. And if you can't tell, I'm pretty fired up about that, but <clears throat> To enable that mission today, episode 134, breaking our record as far as total numbers, uh, we're going to speak on psychological robustness. And this is a topic that is probably going to be multiple parts as well, because usually when I do this, I get so excited and I realize how much there is actually to discuss when I start talking off the cuff. And uh, I, didn't, um, I didn't realize, you know what, let's take some time to really dive into these episodes. But this is really one of those fields of discipline as far as like uh, sports performance psychology that I truly enjoy. And it, it, 
it translates to everyone, whether you play a sport or not, whether you are an athlete or just an enthusiast, whether you are a sedentary or a veteran, in some way, this, this can and should be extremely important to you. So what does it mean exactly when we discuss psychological robustness? Because that is a pretty, pretty heavy term. <laughs> okay. But you've probably heard it in many different forms. Okay. Most notably mental toughness, um, or, or cognitive strength, cognitive fortitude, um, <laughs> brain muscle. I don't, I don't really know, but when we talk about, I love, I love the phrase psychological robustness because from my point of view, psychological has many, many different, uh, uh, what, what can I say? Avenues to it has, it has many different compartments versus when we say something like mental toughness, that's just, that's, that's almost like you're, 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 you're toughening your, your mindset or you're toughening the way you think, which is only a part of psychological robustness. Okay. So what we're trying to do is each of those compartments, we're trying to make them more sturdy, more hardy, and not just translate it to a, a thought process. We want to take those thought processes and plant seeds of robustness in, in each and every single one of those compartments. So when they start to grow and they're going to grow quickly and they're, they're going to go and there is no limit to how they grow, right? They're going to, they're going to bust those compartments. They're going to expand them, make them grow and grow and grow and grow metaphorically speaking, of course. Right? So what that truly translates to is having such a strong pattern of thinking and having such, such, uh, uh, an enduring ability, um, from these compartments that there is no room to grow, to, to go back. It's only to grow. It's only to become stronger and it's only to make this area bigger. So if you are someone out there that wants to, um, be stronger, you want to feel more powerful. You want to think more powerful. When you want to have the ability to do things that you never even thought possible that once upon a time you were like, you know, I don't think that'll ever be for me. And then when you start to do it, you're like, okay, this is child's play. What's next. Then this episode is, is, directly for you, which in some way, shape or form, that's everyone out there. So hence why the subtitle or secondary uh, component is the power of a strong mind. So <clears throat> many times when we look at mental health, right, we only look at it from a reactive standpoint. Something's going to happen. Something's happening. Now we need to bounce back. We need to get this person back to whatever level they were at. And, you know, if they're going through uh, they're losing, they lost a child or they're going through a divorce. They're going through a breakup. They lost a parent or a loved one. They're going to a new city. They just got fired. They lost their job or the company got the, the merger. Uh, it ended up taking out their position. You know, some traumatic accident happened like mother nature, like a, a hurricane or a fire, a storm, a flood, uh, or, or, you know, something traumatic happened. And now, okay, we have to get this person back to, to a stable ground so they can operate efficiently. They can, they can be themselves. Once again, the difference with the reactivity of just focusing on mental health is that psychological robustness, um, at it, at its core is about proactivity. It's about strengthening our pattern of thinking, strengthening our thoughts, strengthening our minds. Um, so that when those events do happen, right, because sometimes we can't predict them, when and if they do happen, that we stay, we remain in a proactive state, that we already have some of the tools 
um, and resources and some of the structure in place so that when we encounter, when we encounter those challenges, when we encounter those issues, when we, um, have to go through that adversity, uh, it doesn't slow us down. In fact, it's quite the opposite because we are proactive. It gives us the necessary push to be, then be able to overcome the, ch- the next challenges that happen in a much, much more efficient and, and a much more effective manner. Uh, <clears throat> So it's important to understand uh, the difference, at least from the way that we approach it with the Dura Human Paradox, because one way, uh, there's no guarantee how what what good will come out of it, if any, because it can take a, a lot longer to recover than usual if we're in a reactive state. But in a proactive state, I mean, it can profoundly influence our overall well-being. It can improve our productivity and how we interact with the people in the environment around us. <clears throat> So there's a couple uh, areas or uh, disciplines, uh, avenues of approach, if you will, that uh, come to mind whenever I think about this idea of psychological robustness. So first is first. Wow. First is understanding exactly what psychological robustness is. What what does it even mean to be robust and how it impacts our, our mental health and our overall well-being? Okay, to combine them all. So we spoke a little bit about that. Um, I also spoke a little bit about, uh, wow, drill blank again, mental strength, um, the importance of mental strength. So the discussing the significance of having a strong mind is something that we will probably do in some way in every episode, but psychological robustness doesn't just give us a, a way to deal with it. It gives it, gives us a, a, a manner, a method of approach that tells us why it's for the better. And that just goes back to our proactivity versus reactivity uh, discussion just now. But the difference is, uh, we, we again, we understand that challenges are going to happen, but it gives us the ability to deal with stress more. It gives us the ability to deal with adversity more. And it, and most importantly, and this, and if, and if, if you're listening to this, this is probably the, the most important part of this episode. <clears throat> so turn up your volume, <laughs> okay? is that it not only prepares us for challenge for challenges, but it, it gives us the ability to tease out why this challenge is necessary and what we tease out, how to use it to our advantage. This <clears throat> concept here is what I've found over my, my years of research or really diving into this is what separates the elite from the average. It's not just going through the challenge or going through the adversity because everyone in some way goes through it, but it's the ability to extract those principles, extract the lessons and use them to your advantage. That is so much more powerful in terms of proactivity and is going to be key to truly building a robust psychological profile. Okay. So one one thing I must mention before we kind of dive too far into this is how important the role of self-awareness is. I've talked about this quite a few times throughout the Dura Human Paradox, but what I will say that I that that, I, that it's it's kind of tough for me to say. I want to say it so frankly, but if you do not have some sense of self-awareness, now is the time to start developing it post haste. <clears throat> we are transitioning into a time where 
information is 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 so influential okay and if you're not careful it can influence you into a, a negative a negative lifestyle negative had habits negative patterns <clears throat> and the the scariest part about that is you may not even know where the information is coming from i'm not saying that to incite fear i'm saying that to highlight the reality so understanding the role of self-awareness is is recognizing where you are mentally recognizing what influences influences your thoughts your emotions and what you can do to make yourself more not defensive but more but stronger more robust to external invaders that may not have your best interest in mind and that's not an easy feat but it can be simple <clears throat> but that role of self-awareness is going to be extremely important as we move forward now we discuss really uh, again some some pillars of this whole thing called psychological robustness okay now i try not in the first part when i when i present a concept to talk too much detail but if we just if we just rehash <clears throat> a couple of these topics the questions that are most likely going to follow with what we've discussed are going to be how, okay? How do I build more psychological robustness? If somebody wanted to, to, to say, I want to, I want to ABC, XYZ, one, two, three, take it into my life right today and, and improve my, my mental strength, my psychological profile. How do I do that? There's many ways to do that. Okay. But first, we must understand the difference between the two. We are not acknowledging psychological robustness to live in a reactive state. We are acknowledging psychological robustness to live in a proactive state. That means that just but even when things are good, we continue to work at this. When things are bad, we continue to work at this. And maybe when things are neutral, when you're in the doldrums, we continue to work at this. That translates to a nonstop process. To be psychologically robust, there are no days off. There is no time not spent practicing it. <clears throat> because just similar to the gym, okay, when, when you're going in there, when you're trying to get all juicy, you know, you're trying to look good naked. You're trying to improve your performance. It's about repetition. And that repetition incites a learning process that happens over and over and over and over and over again. And unless we perform those repetitions on a consistent basis, then we will never, we, we won't build the robustness that we need. We will always be in a reactive state. Now, understand that this is not easy. Because we are naturally fighting against the, the what's hardwired in our DNA. Now, we're not going to talk about it in this episode, but of course, you've heard it before the flight or, or fight response. Many people stay in flight mode. Things get tough. They want to run. Something happens. They turn the other way and they head for the hills. Now, understand that the issue with that is you never develop the sense of self to know whether or not you even had the ability to fight, whether or not you know you were you had the ability to evolve through whatever challenge was in front of you. <clears throat> okay, so that's where this whole idea of self-awareness comes into. 
if you are someone who runs away from every single fight, if you are someone who, as soon as you get that feeling, your heart starts racing, your blood starts flowing, you're like, I got to run away. I got to get out of here. This is not for you. Okay. This is not for you. But the good news is it can be for you. But that's going to be up to you to acknowledge the amount of work that you actually want to put in to make this work. Because understandably, we're talking about optimal performance, okay? The, 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 the boon of the dear human paradox is recognizing that each and every one of us have the ability to remedy some of these things that have been pushed to the side, to, to harness optimal performance, to be peak performers. But only if and only if we acknowledge that the power actually is there, okay? We all have real life examples of challenges, of adversity, of things that's happened in life that's going to, um, that has put us in a state of, of needing that resilience, okay? But what we're saying now is from this day forward, we recognize that life is going to happen on life terms. That means from here on forward, we work to be in a proactive state, to learn and to use whatever comes our way to in a, to to an advantage and that starts excuse me <clears throat> by um peeling back these layers of what it means to possess psychological robustness okay and and at its core again that's proactivity versus reactivity and the profound impact that having a strong mind can have on our ability to navigate those complexities of life and overcome adversity and this isn't anything new okay um, a lot of what we do is derived from the Greeks, right? The, the Greeks, I believe, had it truly figured out. A lot of people give the Romans credit, you know, but there's some things that the Romans did, and I guess well, yeah, architecture in the streets and, and all that's great, right? But as far as like sheer human performance, the Greeks really had it figured out. And from in the early days, they had this phrase. I can't say it in, in Greek. I'm not even going to try, but <clears throat> it was strong in mind, strong in body. And, and, and somehow they figured out that when the mind is strong, it translates to the body too, way before any of the science and all the research and all the hoopla and, you know, all the stuff that we did in labs and all the medicine and microscopes and all that stuff. They somehow figured it out. Those with stronger minds perform better. How the heck they did that? <laughs> I don't know. There's probably some way they, they looked at it and figured it out, but... <clears throat> That's why it's so important now that we share these strategies for cultivating that that mental strength, that psychological robustness, because nothing's changed in the basic laws of human physiology. Right. The only thing that's truly different is our environment and the way that we adapt uh, and respond to it. So if nothing's changed on the basic the basic premise of human physiology, the basic foundation, then we know that we can still capitalize on this idea of strong in mind strong in body, especially because we understand the application much more because the technology and the science behind it has evolved more today than it ever has. So that was a lot to throw at you. Okay. But I suggest that you go back and listen to it a couple times, take some notes, do some bullet points and, um, really understand the, what, what vision I have for this episode, the psychological robustness and, and what direction that we actually are going, because I, I want you to understand and, and really experience what this power is like to have a, a robust psychological profile 
to be mentally strong, to be able to take on things that you have that you never thought you could. Okay, this this topic is going to present that both the personal and professional research. And I'm proud. I'm honored to be on this journey with you. But until next time, always forward.